Hello and welcome to Bampath TV, your weekly recap of on-time podcasting because ha. I'm going to Comic-Con and we couldn't just put this off until the end of the week. I'm your host, Kenneth. Third around the table, we have Beatrice. Yes, I, and, I'm here. Oh, sorry. And Monica. I'm also here. We did it. It's hot I though. don't step on other people's lines, though. Kenneth. Yay. <laughs> See, I did that right there. Uh, Stepping on her line again? That's <laughs> what we do. So, we are here this week to talk about Young Justice, which is back. Woo! Yay! Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which continues to be, like, the greatest television show in modern history. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, and some Swamping. other stuff. Ugh, Swamp Thing. How which dare you? Swamp Thing, which Swamp was amazing. Thing! So, not a good show to watch by myself in the darkish. And, and Krypton. And Krypton. Fucking Krypton. Which we remembered to watch this week. Potentially Yay. one of the greatest te- characters ever written for I television. I will kill you with your own hands. Don't front. Not greatest <laughs> Shut up. Let's focus. What are we doing first? Who are you out here stunting for? <laughs> wow. What's the drive-by uh, So, news of the week. I'm going to Comic-Con. Also, Let us know Avengers to look is at so close Seven to number one. Seven million dollars. Oh, Seven man. million. Seven million dollars away from toppling Avatar. That's Seven. crazy. Come on. Robert Downey Jr. Just buy just out. Buy out like, a couple, th- it's couple like, theaters. I did the math. It's do like it. 433,000 tickets. That's it. Honestly, I don't know why at this point Disney doesn't just just pay a bunch of people to go to the movies. Yeah, nudge it along. Give five hundred thousand people fifty dollars, and they can go to the movies and buy some snacks. No, the better thing to do is to like pretend it's for charity and rent it out to kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you buy all the tickets and then you give them away. You're like they do a theater in every city in America and goes free movie, but it has to be Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I would be fine with it. <laughs> that would be pretty great, Disney. I know you're listening because you are all powerful. Please do this thing. And then it's a write-off. Oh! <laughs> you know they love that. Disney yes. needs that tax break. I oh, mean, hell yeah. They? They're just a small company. It's true. Yeah. You know, they're trying to pull themselves up by their bootstraps in this really tough economy. Hashtag bootstraps. Ugh, I hate that term. It's horrible. So it's much. it's really become a thing. <laughs> Every single person I've told where I'm getting, going to work for my new job has been like, oh, so like a little uh, startup company. And I'm like, every one of you thinks you're really funny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they barely have an online presence. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. they like they're into fruit or something. Some kind of fruit stand. Actually, June and I, when I was interviewing, referred to it as the fruit stand. Nice. Yeah, that's how... Uh, so that's... did you hear back from the uh, fruit, fruit stand? stand? Yeah, that's that's internal Apple dialogue as well. Nice. So you're basically working in uh, Letterkenny. Pretty much. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Have you seen Little Kenny? No. Oh, man. It is an animated short about uh, them meeting for the first time in grade school. Oh, no! my God. Oh, yeah. my God, Monica's going to die? Yeah, it's... <laughs> okay, we'll stop the podcast. Nope, will be nope. Back. You can watch that in later. So, uh, honestly, first, let's just jump right into the main man and talk about Krypton. Krypton! Guys, who would have thought I would love Lobo this much? Why are we doing that first? This guy. Lobo is apparently a cultural is... gay icon. He's so gay. He's so gay. He's the new, uh... Oh, no, I lost it. Uh, Baba... Ah, I Duke. found it. Baba Duke. Baba He's Duke. the Baba Duke. There we go. Yeah, the except Baba Duke. Except, it, except the Baba Duke being a gay cultural icon was just like nonsense on Twitter. Yeah, it's fair. Lobo, <laughs> Lobo threw his hat over that fence. Yeah. Lobo wants for that D. that D. Okay, he referred to Adam as the hot blonde. Yes, he did. <laughs> He's not wrong. It's not the only thing he referred but to. It's him. not. No. <laughs> um, I will say because I'm, you know, I try to be real and truthful. 
Um, Lobo in the comics and on Young Justice. Wire. This mic is has a shitty wire. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't move. Well, what did I just say? Lobo in the cartoon in Young Justice is a misogynistic piece of shit. Yes. Lobo on Krypton is a fucking delight. Yes. I'm just, honestly, I was picturing the Krypton writer's room, and I have honestly no idea who their showrunner is or anything, but I imagine them just, like, getting super baked and saying, (laughs) hey, what if we did Lobo, but hella gay? And everyone just goes, yeah! I'm pretty sure that's how it went, dude. (laughs) Also, suddenly he has an Irish accent, which is, I'm, like, I'm a little weirded out, because I feel like in the comics and the show, he was... Of Latino descent? Latin descent? Nah. Only in maybe the broadest strokes of, like, super machismo. But okay, I, well, I didn't never... have, like, an accent or anything. I no, can't remember because no. I just blacked him out no. of my mind. As, as far as I can remember, I, I don't think so. Okay, then never mind. I, I don't think, think, I don't think this is a Bane situation. I was worried that they had whitewashed him and given him an Irish accent. Oh, no. no but no, if no. he never really had an accent, I'm fucking here for Irish super gay Lobo. Who's just like gay and violent and gay and ripped and ripped and gay? That's <laughs> a sweet mustache. Is it? Yes. Okay. Mm. Dude, that's work to upkeep a stash like that. Like, I, I respect when it. You did that with uh, the naked chin. Yeah, and nightmare. I looked awesome. Did you see JVN shaved his face? No. Yeah, he did. Put on Instagram. Oh, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Um, their new season starts on like the nineteenth. Oh my Ugh, God. I'm a season behind still. Uh, watch it. You will cry. I- too many things to watch. It's true. Ugh. You also need to watch more Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek! I do. I need to finish She-Ra. Oh, God, An She-Ra's so good! Race, and there's just too much going on. So much stuff. And you have, like, things that you go and do. I know. How dare. I need to stop sleeping. Uh, you don't even need it. Away. You don't. You don't need it. I, have to, I hear they have a pill for that now. That's probably not safe, but... It's fine. Okay. it's fine. You definitely won't go insane in under three days. No, no. Oh, it's cool because then the walls start leaking around you, and oh. it's really fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, Lobo. Anyway, Lobo is hunting Brainiac, <laughs> and so uh, Seg, you know, is like, oh, you know, it's super cool, man. Uh, maybe don't kill us because I already killed him. We're totally fine. Take him back. Lobo's like, mm, well, Brainiac looks dead. Pokes him with his Brainiac scanner thing, and is like, mm, there's no Brainiac in there. I don't know. And then uh, we get more and more hints, basically, that Brainiac is very much inside Seg right now. Yeah. Well, because at first he's like, oh, yeah, Brainiac is 7.46 miles away from us. Mm-hmm. And it I'm like, 7.2 oh. minutes. Whatever. And then and it was uncomfortable because Seg is not that smart. No. He's cute, but he ain't smart. Yeah, no, that's fair. And because well, then he also knows exactly how many light years they are from Krypton, which is also weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they tussle a bit. And the Brainiac finding thing ends up at Seg's feet, and then it lights up. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. And then he has vague telekinetic powers now. Also. Weird. This is Brainiac's home planet. Do we know what color the sun is here? Because <gasps> if it was a yellow sun, wouldn't Seg also have Superman powers? Oh, interesting. So it has to be a red sun. Yeah. Well, maybe that's where the telekinetic powers are coming from. Maybe it's like a blue sun. It's awakening kill for the, a different sun. things. Especially if he gives you telekinesis. I mean, right? That'd be dope. Yeah, I mean, I assume that's coming from Brainiac, but that that would be mm-hmm. pretty cool. To, I, I wonder if we'll ever actually see that in any Kryptonians uh, exhibit. 
Well, because superpowers. I I definitely uh, have no trouble buying that having Brainiac like infest you or whatever gives you the telekinesis and the telepathy because Brainiac has all that shit. But would it also make you hella strong? I I assume tel I mean telekinesis basically. Bump up your own strength. Yeah, you're just like you have a little mass from stuff. Yeah, or have like a TK field around yourself, where like you know you punch something and you're functionally it looks like you're super strong, but really it's just the telekinetic power Mm -hmm. thumping something. Okay, like I say, if you're good enough telekinesis, you can literally have any superpower on the planet. Yeah, it's all about breaking up atoms and reforming them. Mm -hmm. Because like we see, we see Adam try to uh, try to wallop on Lobo, and it does not go well. No. But then Seg whips his ass. Yeah. And then uh, Adam shoots a hole in Lobo. And it's funny because he falls over and Monica's like, oh, no. And I'm like, no, he's fine. Yeah, it's it's all good. <laughs> he's fine. She he's... was very, like, like di- not um, dismissive. dismissive about it. I was like, oh, man. She's like, no, no, no. He, he, he's it's cool. Fine. He's Space Wolverine. And then, like, yes. fucking Adam basically did the same thing. Adam was like, oh, no, he'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm like, so you do know Lobo. <laughs> well, because he, he recognized Lobo's name i think or he did he choked on his own spit the goober man we've all been there come on i do that like on Probably a he was also basis. confused because lobo kept hitting on him yes adam is a thirst trap adam is a thirst trap <laughs> just a walking thirst trap yeah seg too is very attractive i don't Correct. know about that beard man no the beard needs to go yeah which is not a thing i say lately <laughs> no. but like when he was standing in for that thing in the b-side for that other dude i was like oh yeah I, he had Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that I like a nice beard, but this is not, that nice boy cannot beard. grow a good yeah, beard. Yeah, it just kind no. of hangs underneath his chin. I like his hair being a little, like, longer, but mm-hmm. he should get rid of the beard. Mm-hmm. If only they could do beard extensions, you know? Or like, gain for your face. Something, yeah, so like plugs, you know, to, oh, to like fill, nope, fill in uh-uh. the beard area. No. no that sounds no, terrible. No. <laughs> I don't no. like anything about that. Anyway, this was my favorite part of this episode. Anything with gay-ass Lobo and these two idiots. Yeah. Uh, I would watch a show with the three of them traveling the Just having world. shenanigans. Just shenaniganing into Lobo telling everybody how he's going to rip off their head and shit in their skull and entrails <laughs> and chains. While and- also somehow hitting on them. Yeah. He's like, I'll stroke your face softly while I talk about how I'm going to shit in your empty skull. God. It's <laughs> graphic. So nice. I love it. Um, B-side stuff's happening who cares like who cares what's going on on krypton yeah i i like, really don't <laughs> poor old crap town yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god lobo's the best lobo. <laughs> it's like lida is losing her shit and grandpa slash son i guess it's just son zod the general zod gives her a baby give her a baby because that's all women it's all a woman needs to fix her shit, to mm-hmm, fix her mental, mm-hmm. like, situation, is you just give them a baby, and they're immediately better. It's nightmare fuel. Right? I'd be like, can I return this? Is there a gift also, receipt? he what gave you- her someone else's baby. Like, well, he gave her her true love's baby, or her, you know, the guy she's obsessed with, his baby. It's because the minute she holds the kid, she's like, oh, he looks just like Seg. And I'm like, wow. I'm so mad what? about this. Like a lot. It's always isn't like, that like Zod's uncle then technically also? Yes. Yes. Eh, fucking weird dude. Time no, it's Zod's weird. brother. Half brother. Half brother, yeah. Half brother. Yeah. So half uncle. I'm just mad about what the show is saying that she's this badass warrior mm-hmm. and what she needs 
is a baby and she immediately is soft and controllable. Because earlier this episode, she beat a dude almost she to almost death. Almost to yeah, death. Yeah, that wasn't Simply great. for looking like her ex-boyfriend. And then hitting on her. And then hit, which like I felt really bad for that guy because he was like, oh, I thought we we're having a moment. Oh, no. Yeah, no, she was wrong? sending out some uh, pretty Weird gnarly signals. mixed signals yeah. right there. So I'm a little mad at Crap Town for that kind of baby <laughs> lady bullshit. Oh, it's okay. Doomsday is running around and it'll probably murder all of them. Fine. Oh, my God. Doomsday. The problem is that Doomsday is too big, too powerful, so that I hope they're not going to do the thing where we chase Doomsday around for like six episodes because there's no there's no beating him. You have to like shoot him into space. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do about him because, you know, actual Superman barely fought him to a standstill. I thought Doomsday killed him. Oh, they killed each other, basically. Like. Their their final punches were like, and then they both died. They just punched each other in the face 97 times, and then they both died from exhaustion. Pretty much. Man, I love a Superman fight. Yeah, me too, actually. Anyway, focus up. Uh, let's get to something else. Uh, and then, I don't know, there's stuff up in space. On oh, the space elevator, space which question. is really space cool. elevator. I, I have love a space, space question. Elevator. So, our moon, mm-hmm. right, travels not only around our Earth, but it also rotates on its own axis. Every 27 days, it not only traverses the Earth, but it also rotates around its own whatever. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, I it, looked, looked it up. It, wait, are you, because we have the same side of the moon always facing us. Nope. Yeah. No, the moon rotates on its own axis as it travels around us, the same way that we travel around the sun and rotate on our own axis. No, we only ever see yeah. one side of the moon. He's, hang on. I looked it up and it said it takes 27 days for the moon to rotate on its own axis. I, I'm pretty sure that's it just circumnavigating the Earth. Damn it! Hang on. Yeah, because we, we never see the backside of the moon unless we send crap past it. And also, you shouldn't call it the dark side of the moon because it gets lit, too. We just can't see it. Space.com says, <laughs> The moon orbits the Earth once every 27.322 days. Mm-hmm. It also takes 27 days for the moon to rotate once on its axis. Okay, so... My understanding, technically correct, it's because it's rotating on its axis, axis, the same rate that it's passing around us. That's why we only see one side of it because it's uh, we're we're here it's and it's going that, around. It rotates so slowly, uh, so and at the oh, same speed it travels around okay. us. Sorry, so yes, yeah, yeah, it, it does rotate. Okay, okay, not from our perspective. Our question was, was my question. was yeah, we were talking. Shut your face. That. <laughs> If I love astrophysics, I want all the credit. We were concerned that if the moon was also rotating, then the Earth was rotating. The Earth was rotating, or Krypton in this case. Krypton is rotating. How do you keep the space elevator straight? I guess (laughs) because. Well, I mean, we could also just have a a moon that's weird. Who knows? You know, maybe there are some moons that it takes fourteen days to go around, and it rotates fifty-seven times. But so then you couldn't have a space elevator to that, unless you have like a, a snow piercer train track circumnavigating the moon with a giant engine that the space elevator connects to and Whoa. so it just oh so it travels with the moon but keeps the space elevator yeah. always yeah who in knows the same man spot. i mean they, they got like krypton shit cuz i okay obviously i am not a legitimately, space though, scientist the, it's like planted in that moon i think that moon doesn't move and it's like on a toggle now yeah well the hell maybe that moon used to move and they and they fucked it up and that's what's wrong with their goddamn planet yeah because I always, I always wonder if you have like a moon or something that doesn't rotate like quickly enough, 
wouldn't the side that faces the sun the most get hella cooked? Yes. Doesn't it get really hot on that side or really cold on the other side? Yes. Yes, but you wouldn't go to that side. Yeah. Okay. You just don't live also, there? Also, they showed pictures of the back side of the moon, the side we don't see. Mm-hmm. And it's not as pretty as the side we see. Because it gets hit by it's shit. It's the one that gets hit by shit all the time and is protecting us from, like, rogue mm-hmm. asteroids and stuff. Thanks, moon. Anyway, I was wondering about that. I love asteroids. The moon's like our eyebrow. Keeps stuff from getting into our eyeballs. Side note. China has teleported a photon into space and back. It's just a photon, though. It, it they, means they teleportation use, is real. They use quantum entanglement. It's still teleportation. In the vaguest, most broad sense saying, of the term. Listen to the Baby sentence. Steps. China used qu- quantum entanglement to, to teleport, teleport a with quotation marks space. around it. What's the quotation from? They did they or did they not teleport something three hundred fucking miles into the atmosphere? Ish. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm really excited. You guys should be. Oh no! Excited. I mean, it's it's a really cool step, and that is a huge leap toward functionally impenetrable security. Uh, I was just thinking like how to get to work within. Five hey, okay, now it, it's this at least what they're doing right now isn't ever going to be that. Oh. Um, but this is going to be... I don't think I'd ever get in a teleportation thing anyway. If you can have a cork here and a cork here, and you only can see what this one's doing when you look at this one, that's... You basically can't crack that. So... Oh, that's, that's the... Um, you can either know where something is or how fast it's going, but not but both you can't at the same know time. both, because uh, Scotty hasn't invented that math yet. That's correct. My oh, God. Buddy. You nerds. Yeah, anyway, that's the, um, um, is it Heisenberg? Heisenberg principle? I don't think that's right. Because uh, they, they, yeah, that's that's the scientific rule, and they actually that's the reason why we, as from how we understand science, how teleport like Star Trek teleporters won't work because of the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Yeah, that's what I it just is. found it. Heisenberg uncertainty principle. And but well, they which, just make a clone and kill them. Which they time. actually like, uh, ha ha ha. Uh, but then I'm not kidding. Oh You're hilarious. <laughs> Look, as long as I don't they, know I'm the clone, they actually name check that. Oh my god, it has the Planck constant in it. Nice. Uh, they name check that in a Star Trek episode where they talk about there's a part of the transporter that works to offset the Heisenberg uncertainty mm. principle. And I'm like, that's cool. So, I mean, my my thing is, like, everything that is impossible is only because we are working within the limitations that we have right now. Eventually, like, it will not be impossible. And, and, you know, eventually, maybe it will always be impossible. But I'm just really you can never... excited. Oh, no, I'm super excited, too. Like, it is a huge breakthrough. Also, I really want teleporters. That would be fucking dope. That would be dope. As long as I'm not the clone that gets dumped into the water underneath the stage. But you wouldn't know. No. You would just yeah, die. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. That guy sucked. Man, I'd rather have replicators. Replicators are fucking awesome. We had a whole conversation about replicators last I just... Yeah. I, I would love... A post-scarcity the, world? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, universal basic income? What? Yeah! What? We were talking about that before you got How here we're today. getting there. If, if there is... If we do, like, pilot programs where everyone gets $2,000, it's one step closer to a post-scarcity world. Mm-hmm. And, God, we were talking about how how much more art and culture yep. we could have as a nation if we did if, that. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting way off track here. This is yes. the Human Science Podcast, which well, is Because the problem, the, the rest of Krypton was kind of boring. Honestly. No one cares. Let's just talk about Swamp Thing, which was amazing. Okay, so... Last episode was, like, body horror, and this one was just, like, weird suspense jump horror, and I need to stop watching this by myself. I prefer jump scares <laughs> to body horror, straight up. Body horror oh, yeah. gives me, like, the Oh, body horror is fine. It's just not something I should watch in the break room where other people can see it, as <laughs> they're, like, chewing through stuff. You're not wrong. 
Um, yeah, so this one, we, we pretty much have, like, Avery threatening everybody, like a big old dum-dum. Um, that weird turtle soup scene was very strange. Oh, I hated that so much. It was graphic. It was gross. Right? Like, wow. I guess maybe I Also, just, that's not how you make, like, soup out of any animal. Just, like, throw a whole leg a in whole there? A whole leg in there? That's not how that works. I've never seen anybody make turtle soup, but I have to imagine you, you take the skin off first, yeah, fucking heathens. He wasn't really making soup. He was just being intimidating. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I always assumed you made the soup in their shell, but... I think you have to get the turtle out of the shell, and then you have to debone it, and then you put the meat into the... That seems like... like That's why turtle soup is a delicacy. It's really hard it's to make. very hard. Have they heard of chicken? I mean, probably. But also, have you ever tried to pluck and skin a chicken? Not no. easy. I haven't, and I feel like I should at some point, because I, I don't think I'm going to like it, but I, I, like, I, I feel like we're getting too disconnected from where meat Food comes, comes from. from. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I, I think probably chicken is hard. But doing a pig would be harder because you have to, like, boil them and, like, uh, you have to, like, scrub the exterior skin off. with like all a, hairy. With a bristle. It's real bad. It sounds like Very a gross. Mm-hmm. Why would you keep the skin? Why wouldn't you just skin it? I can't remember the whole process because I've never done it in person. Um, I've only been there. I've, I've helped my dad um, uh, field dress and uh, do a deer. But uh, I've only ever heard of the process. But I know it involves boiling water and a scrub brush. Just skin it. Who even needs it? Well, because I think you pop- a lot of people want to eat the pig skin. Blech. Yeah, dude. So you get chicharron. Hmm? Uh, like crispy pig skin. Oh, yeah. That shit's delicious. Can we fucking get back to the episode? It's hot in here. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Avery's threatening everyone. Um, Little baby girl is living with the Avery family. And just uh, gets possessed by dead lady. So there's three storylines. Yes. There's Avery is banging the sheriff again. Uh-huh. Ugh. And also intimidating our best friend's dad. So, sure. To get the best friend to stop investigating. Yes. Um, B or whatever plot is um, little baby blonde girl who is patient zero. Susie. Patient one. Susie lives with Mrs. Avery and also is possessed by the dead ghost of the best friend. Mm-hmm. As you do. And then I think that was it. It was those two storylines because Abby oh, no, was no. like... Swamp Thing makes a new friend. Oh, Swamp Thing makes a new yeah, friend! Yeah, Phantom Stranger strolls through and like, he's a big old hick and I love it. So is that a dude from the comics? It is. And does he? did he look like that before? No, he looks like a total dum-dum in the comics. Like, he's like... Big, super full purple trench. You know, I, honestly, I can't even do it justice. I need to purple pull up a picture. Like, Phantom Stranger is iconic and weird. Is that their name? Yeah. Because... Which is funny, because they, like, they name-dropped it as he was... He was like, oh, you know, I'm just a stranger, a phantom passing through. I'm like, but... <laughs> you guys are so stupid. Got it. <laughs> that was for you. That was for you. Because we didn't get that. I did not know who Look that at that was. shit. What? Yeah, no, that's weird. He looks like yeah. he should be doing a show with Zatanna. Yeah, uh, he hangs out a lot with a uh, like Justice League Dark with like Zatanna, Constantine, uh, Detective Chimp, like all those weirdos. Is Doctor Fate is... in the mix with that too? Why uh, is sometimes Sorry. only when they can't avoid it? Because that guy sucks ass. That guy sucks. Why is this dude hanging around in a swamp talking to our man Swamp Thing? 
I assume because he felt a disturbance also in the green that they name checked, and I was I, very happy. I heard about. The, the green, um, and was like, hey, you know, there's probably some new some new Joe that needs a bit of my wisdom knowledge drop, and just kind of wandered through, because that's honestly that's what he does. Like he just wanders, like he's, mm, yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah, he's a lot like Hoyd from uh, this really good series that I've read oh by uh, uh, Loki <laughs> author Brandon Sanderson. Oh um, who's this uh, Sanderson? Yeah, yeah, he's he's a, he's kind of a nobody, but he's up and coming on the uh, the book Jesus circuit. Um, he just knows when and where he's needed, and just he kind just of wanders up. through. All right, yeah. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> it looks like a dum dum, and I he love looks it. like a dum dum. So great. Well, because we're we're watching yeah. it and not knowing anything about who he is in the comics. Um, it seemed like they were, he was doing a bit of what in another show might have been given to like the only black person uh-huh. playing the magical Negro to show up. Yeah. And so I was charmed by the fact that they gave the mystical wisdom woohoo to this schlubby white guy. Yeah. I thought that was very funny. Oh, and I, I really like what they did with him too, where he just looked like a schlubby white guy and not his normal, super pretentious get up. So. Yes, I prefer this because it's a lot. It's a lot more warm and mm-hmm. welcoming and easy to kind of like hang around. I think if that guy had shown up with this swamp thing, he wouldn't have trusted him at all. Oh, Alec would have been like, "Uh, nope, cool, I'm I'm out." Well, yeah. and if his if his I don't know anything about how the Phantom Stranger rolls in the comics, but if you are trying to fit in and pass unnoticed as a Phantom Stranger in a crowd. That is what you dress like. Yeah, looking like a street magician's probably not going yeah. to work. Everyone's going to remember the dude in the swamp in the overcoat and top hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was a delight. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. So he he helped uh, Alec get a bit more in touch with the green and mm-hmm. uh, talk to the trees a bit. Because um, Alec kept seeing all these dead people everywhere, and he hated it. And yeah. He didn't understand. Well, he's definitely got a new power that he doesn't quite understand yeah. yet or know how to control. And so our new friend, Stranger... Was just basically saying, the trees are here forever. They live thousands of years. They've seen everything. And they just want to tell you a story. Uh-huh. Which was great. And so he figures out a way to tap into the tree knowledge. And he sees... Without being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And he sees Abby. And that's how he knows that she's in danger. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And so Abby Is gets... They yes. are. Abby gets sucked into the B-plot because there's something wrong with the little girl. And she shows up at the house, I think, to talk to Avery... No, no, the Susie called her. That's right. Yeah, because um, Ma- Mom Avery, whose name I should definitely learn. It's Maria. Maria. Yes, thank you. Because uh, the town is named Maria's, <laughs> but it's called Mariah, but her name is Maria. It's, I don't know. That's too much. Um, so Maria no, actually it's, seems... It's Marae. Marae. Uh, that's right, that's right. spelled Mariah's. Because it's French. Whatever. You're so uh, Maria seems to be kind of getting in touch with Susie and is like, hey, you know, it's nice to have somebody here again, basically. Because yeah. it, it seems like, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I think Avery might be kind of a shit heel. What? Um, and so she goes to check on Susie, and then Shazam, Susie, Susie's possessed by her dead daughter. And it's like, what's up, Mom? You should, uh, you should come to the swamp with me. Also, I like we'll how together Susie gets possessed by her dead daughter, and she doesn't fucking blink. She's like, cool, you're back, daughter mine. Yeah. And he's like, it's so good to have you home, Shauna. And I'm like, that's fucking not Shauna. What the shit? Yeah, she should... 
probably see a therapist. She needs to go to like an asylum somewhere. But she needs to talk to somebody. She needs to I be think, put in a home. No, I honestly at this point she needs full on intensive care. Yeah. She needs to be in a place where she can garden and talk to therapists all the time and just be very relaxed. Yeah. yeah. There's no saving this woman at this point. Maybe later if that happened. But like she she's is, fully in it. She is broken. And I don't use that term lightly, but there she not good. No, it's yeah. not good. So Abby shows up because Susie called, mm-hmm. and then Susie's like real rude. And well, is basically Shauna, yeah, Shauna, and like channeling. Hey, you know, I'm going to use all our old nicknames and hum our favorite old song together, and just be super creepy. It was awful. Yeah, and then when she tries to call her bluff, all of a sudden all the lights turn out, and then dead Shauna is there, and it is creepy as shit. Yep. Yep, did not like that at all. <laughs> Very startling. Aren't you on a horror podcast? I we always yeah, hold his hand a, as the control for scary things. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Are you gonna go see Midsummer? I really want to. It looks. I'm taking myself on unsettling. Thursday morning because that's my day off. Nice. I read an article and it was basically when would you, dear reader, have noped the fuck out? <laughs> Of Midsummer, and it was just like like a list of what happened in the movie and when she would have left <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm I feel like sure one and a half bullet points in. I would have been like, I I wouldn't have even gone there. No, in the first she place. was on like first bullet point. She was like, I a black woman would have immediately left. Like, Ooh, there's too many well, white people here. From what I understand, they traveled to like a European, country. It's a remote town in Scandinavia or something. So I'd be down for the trip, but this seems roughing it. At a point in which I am It's not, not roughing it because they have, like, stuff or whatever. The problem is she shows up. This isn't a spoiler, but she they, they show up and everyone at this, like, village participating in this, like, event are all in, like, the same white robes. And she, a black lady, went, nope! <laughs> I'm out! And I was yeah. like, I would also be out. That's too weird. That is, you nope. can't trust white people in matching outfits. Absolutely not. Hard, hard rule in the sand. Mm-mm. If you show line up in the sand, line in, line in the sand. I don't know. If you like, show what about up, the Backstreet Boys. That's different. They're mm-hmm. not all white. Also, yes. Also, <laughs> they touche. Uh, boy bands in the '90s rarely wore the same outfit. It they was were complementary, right? But there was different. I types. feel that's in the spirit of matching. No, they no, are literally the like robes, like white robes that all matched and were exactly the same. No, and like the Heaven's Gate people, they all wore the same shoes and the same track pants and the same track jackets. It was like poor Adidas. Mm-hmm. So Russia. Basically, yes. <laughs> yes, and just a lot of weird squatting. Yeah, in your Russia. Suit. Someone in Russia read that article and went, "Dope outfit, bro," and then invented <laughs> like "bro" and stuff. Tracksuit mafia. The tracksuit yeah. mafia. Thank you. And here we are. Anyway, back to Swamp Thing. It so seaside, though, my man Blue Devil is Ugh. like, "What's up? I'm going to try to get out of here. Shit, my arms on fire. The town's still trapping me." Uh, let me go complain to this thing in my trunk that is his Blue Devil outfit that You're very excited. eventually is going to get fused to his body. And that's all I want in no! life. Oh, yeah, no, bad news. That is going to be his life. Like, forever? Man, his life already sucks. Yeah. It's going to get worse. If he gets fused to his body, can he leave this piece of shit town? Yep, I assume so, because he has to go hang out with uh, Booster Gold and uh, Blue Beetle. So he just looks like that forever? Yes. Aww. No, nope, it's awesome. Because okay. he has a trident and he can set things on fire with it. No, I think I'd rather just have my face. I don't know, man. Super bad news. Like, supernatural powers are pretty cool. 
No. I like my face. You know, <laughs> you know there's a niche of women out there and men who'd fuck the shit out of him. I mean, yes. Yeah, his horns. I don't care enough about mm. my face. Mm. Oh, jeez. Sorry, I like my face. I'm glad. Someone should. <laughs> oh! Burn, David. S- sick burn, bro. <laughs> um, that was my, oh, oh, so oh. the big thing, though, we find yeah. out that... Um, <clears throat> so Ab- Abby goes... And save stupid mom who's like flailing around in the swamp. Okay, Mom's like, okay, wait a second. Shauna convinces mom to join her in the swamp. Yeah, they drive to the swamp. Meanwhile, Mama Voodoo Lady uh, Xanadu, sure, um, tells Abby, "I did not do this on purpose. There's my, something wrong with Mariah. My Maria. bad. <laughs> we need to protect her." So they follow them to the swamp. Um, Shauna gets out of Susie. To entice mom, because now Shauna can hold her form and look the way she was when she died. To entice mom into the lake. Susie escapes. Like, the second Susie wasn't possessed, she fucking ran. Yeah, she well, she bailed. She is the smartest little girl in this whole fucking <laughs> yeah. show. So well, she, she's already seen some shit, Yeah, she's dude. seen a lot of mm-hmm. shit. So she immediately runs, finds Abby, and tells her what's going on. So Abby goes down there to try to save mom. And then... Mom goes, mom tries to kill Abby. Yeah. It's like, because Abby, you should have died. I'm going to drown you because now. Abby says, I'm sorry I killed your daughter. And so she loses it and tries to murder her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Oh, but so then we, we see Maria. Hold on to that. We're not yeah. there yet. We see Maria go we down. We all have thoughts. Um, Abby tries to search for her Which, in the weirdly clear swamp yeah, water. I do not believe that swamp water is that fucking uh-uh. clean. Absolutely but not. But just when you think she's dead. Up, up the dip. comes something in like the iconic swamp thing. It was so oh, good carrying a lady we out of the like water. Something, yay! And so then Alec gets to show her her own memory because she still believes in the idea that she killed Shauna. Yeah, which we find out she fucking didn't. No, yeah, and this the show like double faked me because I always thought, oh man, you know she's just being. Like, responsible. I couldn't get her off <laughs> yeah. the ledge. I couldn't talk her down. Yeah. But really, she, like, did a stupid kid thing where she pushed her friend. Yeah, pushed which, her friend like, off a bridge. Legit, that's not even that far to fall. It's still a bad plan. You shouldn't I do stuff like that. It was a but... shitty thing to do, but she did not kill Shauna. Right. Yeah. And Shauna was fine. It's not even that far to fall. They've been here their whole lives. They're teenagers and they're stupid. And Shauna was teasing her. So Shauna was alive. Well, and also that... If this is a bridge that many people have, have jumped, jumped off, off of and over the years, I feel like it wasn't that irresponsible yeah. for Abby to think that she could push her off that bridge. Oh, and it would sure. be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we've wiped that. That's not what happened. So, I was ready to be like, God, Abby, way to be like a martyr and carry on a guilt complex. JK, the fucking swamp ate her friend. Yeah. But also, you didn't kill her. No. I it could have just as easily been you who got eaten. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I don't think Shauna would have spent the last 20 years ripping herself up about it. No, Shauna didn't seem like that loyal or good of a person. <laughs> I mean, she was a teenager when she died. Like, yeah, teenagers are all sociopaths. Yeah. But I like it's not their fault. Alec showed her what actually happened. Yeah. And that she blacked this all out. Because, like, how do you explain that? It just makes more sense that she died when she hit the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hopefully she comes to terms with it a bit. I hope so, too, and I hope she starts telling people, because I feel like a lot of people think she killed her best friend. Mm-hmm. And obviously, what's left of Shauna in the swamp is not really it's Shauna. It's not really Shauna. It is yeah. an angry echo of who yeah. Shauna really was. I do like that Mama whatever. I'm not saying that name. Maria. No, the Voodon lady. 
Oh, Xanadu. Sure. Zanny the nanny. Zanny the nanny. What? I'll say that. So Zanny the nanny <laughs> pointed out, like, that's not Shauna. And even Abby was like, that's not my friend. That's not who I remember. She wasn't like this. And so I like that um, Zan- Zanny nanny was like, it's what's left. And she's just been mad this whole time. Mm-hmm. So I do like that they pointed that out. That This is not the real Shauna. The real Shauna's off somewhere. Hopefully. At either peace. At peace or, I don't know, reincarnated. Whatever you believe. Mm-hmm. Adams in the cosmos. That's what I want. That's all I want. Just I want to float around in space. Just being in space. It's cold up there. Nope. Just blissful blackness. Or that. And no self awareness. Anyway, I love this show. It's so fucking good. It's really solid. How is it? I I need DC Universe to just like keep their autonomy. I know, and but it's been canceled. Yeah, hopefully another state is like, hey, let us throw some money at you. Right? A lot of states need that kind of like income. Yeah. Cuz I feel like you could I feel like you could probably shoot you could find swamps in Atlanta probably. I don't know. Uh, Georgia is where we kind of got in trouble. That it was shooting in Georgia. Oh, it was shooting in Georgia. Was it? Wasn't it? No, I thought, That's I thought where it was Marvel place. shoots. I thought it was like North Carolina. Yeah, I think it was North oh, Carolina. Fuck North Carolina. They should go to Georgia. That's where Marvel shoots. No, Georgia's oh, shitty bullshit. right now too. Louisiana, go to Louisiana. Go yeah, go film in Washington. There's there's not swamps, swamps in, Washington. in Washington. No, there's definitely swamps in Louisiana. <laughs> well, Louisiana yeah, is having also, their own problems right yeah. now of like 25 feet of water dropping on them. Ugh. I wonder if they could do. I, there's got to be a part of Canada that has swamps. Yeah, then you're in Canada. That's where everyone films. Canada's it's lovely. So cold all the time up there. Okay, hold on. What? I do can always like when they're supposed to be like when it's hot cold? on Supernatural episodes, like <laughs> the summer, but you can see their breath. Yeah. But they're all wandering around in like shorts and like the times, like with the racist truck episode when they were yes. supposed to be in Mississippi because it was a racist and it truck. started snowing. So instead, they were in Missouri and it was a weird cold snap. And I'm like, it still doesn't snow like that in fucking Missouri, <laughs> you weirdos. My God. All right, you have okay. justice. Yeah, I miss this show. It's so great. Do you know what I don't miss? I don't miss that Prince guy. Aww. He sucks. I don't like him. I like him. Every time okay. I think it's about fine. this show, I'm like, yay, Young Justice. And then every time I think about that guy, I go, ugh, Young Justice. Nah, he's fine. Yeah, he, was, he was definitely better in these episodes than he was before. I mean, yeah. I guess. But I he's, still He's chilled residual. a lot. He's made a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Like He's mellowed. Yeah. Miss Wally. Oh, man. Uh, just Actually, just last night, I, I came home uh, from Queen Concert, which was super cool. Would hey. recommend. Um and Peter was finishing season two of Young Justice, so yeah. I watched like the last half of the second to last episode, and then the last episode, and was like, "Wally." Uh, Wally. And he was even like, "Ah, oh, man, you know, it's nice to see like Wally and Artemis back." I'm all bad news, buddy. Keep watching. So I kept thinking because when so when he died, I kept thinking, "Oh, this isn't going to be for reals. Like we're gonna we're, we're gonna get him back next season." And then it was just, I, it was for real. I still think he is going to come back about five and a half minutes after Artemis and what's-his-face that uh, she's, like, oh, helping. for the first time? Yeah, and then he's going to be like, oh, this speed force, let me go. No. And then it's going to be stupid. And no, I'll and then annoyed. it's threesome time. Hell. Yeah, okay. She definitely has a thing for redheads. That's true. Yeah. Double ginger. We watched three episodes, and all three episodes, the two of us went, uh-oh. What's uh what's happening so, there? Oh yeah, no, they're on here. I like even her mom called her. I was like, "Come on, 
don't be stupid. I, no, I see you. I don't like that her mom said that girl needs a mom because she doesn't. No. Nah. She just needs people in her life who care about her. Yeah. Yes. She doesn't need to call you mom to rely on you and. Nah. And for Bees. you to be important in her life. Yes. But also they are straight up making eyes at each other. Yeah. Which is like awkward because like he's her he was married to her sister. It's all tough, dude. It's tough. And like, you also know, shared life sucks. experience and her sister does suck. Because, yeah, because most of the time, if if this was like a real situation, you know, like real life, non-superheroes and weird death, um, I'd feel like maybe you owe your sister to at least check in with her about how she feels about you potentially hooking up with her ex. But like, Jade sucks. Yeah. So I don't, well, she I don't know. She gave up being a mom. She gave up being a sister and a wife. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not like you can go out and date. It's got to be hard because he looks like somebody else. Well, also, like, his entire family and everyone he knows are supers. Yeah. Same with her. She can't, like, go out and date. She's the leader of a covert wetworks team. Yeah, how are you gonna, how are you gonna match somebody on Hinge? <laughs> can't do it. And they already live together. They're both hot. Like, come on. They're raising yeah. a baby together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was anyway, awesome. <laughs> I do, I do love this show. I missed yeah. it. I love, I love Forager. He is great. Just, like, straight up the cutest. I love Forager, like, just wanting Vic to be included. Vic is going through some shit. Yeah. Poor thing. Yeah. No, and he, like, we could all be so lucky to have a forager in our life. Right? He's a button. He is a button. We were we were determining that most characters can be summed, summed up to three, and I would honestly like to add a fourth. Three to four overall general generalizations. So you're either a button, a shitbird, a dirtbag... Or an asshole. Oh, yeah, because we do need that guy. Yeah. So it comes from The Good Place and Schitt's Creek. So on Schitt's oh. Creek, you have a button, and it's Patrick. And you have um, a shipbird, which is just, like, sassy, and that's David. And then you have a dirtbag, which is Alexis. Alexis is a dirtbag. And then on The Good Place, you have um, your boy Jason. Who is a dirtbag. Who's a dirtbag. You have Eleanor, who's a shipbird. And you have Cheaty, who's a button. And everybody can have, much like with a Hogwarts house, everybody can have aspects of, of many. All of them. You but can do most- it on, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, oh. too. Jake Peralta is a shitbird button face. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amy's a button. Amy is a button. Charles also a button. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think, you'd think that but Charles would Rosa, be a dirtbag, but he's not. He's Rosa a is a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. So Gina? Is Gina. Gina is a dirtbag. Gina is a dirtbag. Yeah. Bag. Yeah. The vulture? Asshole. Uh, Holt is a shitbird. Holt is a shitbird. <laughs> I love Holt. But his wife, his hu- his wife, his husband, Kevin, Button. Yes. With shitbird tendencies. Yes. And I'll tell you, Buttons and shitbirds, they go well together. <laughs> they love each other. <laughs> My God. So anyway, yes, that's this is what, this is our theory on life. <laughs> okay. Okay. We did it for, um, Avatar 2. Yes. Everybody, we, so, so, separating everybody into their classifications. Aang's a button. Um, Toph is... A dirtbag. Toph is a dirtbag. <laughs> um, my man Sokka is a shitbird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we've gone off track. It's, yeah, let's get back to this. Okay. Um, guess what? I just, man, what happened in these three? Like, we went undercover. The Russians have like an Iron Man program. Yeah. Um, we almost got caught, and Tigress is like straight up a diplomat. Mm-hmm. Well, I really like because you know your fave, the prince, is like how fucking dare <laughs> is like. 
obviously we can't we can't let russia build superheroes they're gonna they're gonna use them for nefarious purposes and artemis is like um not our business if they want to make their own justice league that's their that's their prerogative Yeah. also like we're illegally in another country right now we just wanted to make sure they weren't building nukes or or holding teenagers hostage if they want to make a justice league or they want to make a red army to protect their people and or oppress them that's their right as a country when it gets out of hand we'll come back but for all we know they're just gonna make a russian justice league and how can we how can we stand in the way of that Mm -hmm. which is super fair and this is why i don't like the prince because like get your nose out of other people's business his problem is that his country and russia are not friends yes yeah so i i get that that's his knee-jerk reaction but i liked that once we once he got past his knee-jerk reaction he was pretty he was pretty on board with the plan yeah i mean i i think he comes from so many things with just a place of extreme royal privilege and mm-hmm. I, I think he's working through a lot of it so. it's like how i'd feel if somebody was like oh uh north korea wants superheroes i'd be like nope are we sure, are we sure they're making that they should have an iron man program I don't, I don't but if we got there and everybody was like we just want to chill and volunteering and wanted yeah. to do good That's things the other thing is like the people in the red army program they are consenting adults you can't. Yeah. They're not kids. That from them. They're, not they're not being teenagers. held hostage. Yeah, they're not being abused. They're not being tricked. We don't know how they became adults. They could have been whitewashed, like in the red room. But like, from what we understand, they are consenting adults signing up for a military. Program. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So the the team was ready to bail until a bunch of fucking Bad assholes show showed up. up. Yeah. And a uh, long story short, we find out that uh, Amanda Waller is running fucking Suicide Squad. Yeah, and that's not great. But then also yeah. she bullies Connor around. Uh, not Connor. Uh, Aqualad. Aqualad. Oh, no, he's Aquaman now. Aquaman, and honestly, that's kind of funny. Oh, my God. When Calder's dad walks by and gives him shit, and Calder just is ice, ice cold. cold. He's just like, that was beautiful. I have fucks. Get out of here, Pops. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Oh, it turns my stomach to see you in those colors. Well, luckily, you won't have to look at him for very long. Ice yes. cold. Yeah. Love it. And then episode two was, oh, Vertigo showed up at their, like, parade or whatever harvest fest harvest fest. yeah yeah because the b-side of the first episode was they're trying to get the teens who are at the teen mutant whatever uh, center and yeah. Taos. yeah yeah and Taos. trying to get them to a good place and we actually really liked that orientation where there's like adults and scientists and then there's like like counselors and i we really appreciate the scientists would say stuff in scientist adult language and then the counselor would translate for them and the scientist didn't seem mad he was like down and this mm-hmm. is like a thing that they do together and i really it makes me feel like this actually is legit yeah they have a good what dynamic. they're saying they're gonna be well it and honestly it's going going so so far to make these kids feel safe to say this is not a prison you can leave whenever Anytime. you want mm-hmm. but also offering the more extreme option of the caller because there have to be kids who have a power that they can't control and are afraid of like yeah. neutron yes and i mean or, yeah we call him or that. even something maybe that comes out like if you had weather powers and they keep coming out while you're asleep and you right. keep waking yourself up with rain you know anything that is fucking up your life so that you can do that maybe while you're learning, but in a very opt-in kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and it took up like a, a huge chunk of the episode was devoted to talking about how this is a real safe space, mm-hmm. how this is not a front for anything. And I thought that was really important. Mm-hmm. Loved it. So then the episode is they have Harvest Fest. Yeah. And Perdita's here with Gar. 
And she's and great. Everyone loves Perdita. Yeah. She's amazing. She's delightful. Poor Static, though. He's like, I need a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, or you need more single friends. Yeah. yeah. It's that one. Um, and then Perdita gets kidnapped by her dumb uncle, Count Dum Dum. Except. Which I'm mad that, like, no one can throw off Count Vertigo. That's not great. How do you fight someone you can't get near? It's tough. Bullets. Arrows. I mean. Yeah. They used to shoot him in his stupid face. His stupid face. Or robots. Are robots affected by him? No. I would assume not. No, they so, don't have an inner Gotta ear. call Red Tornado. Yeah. But that, then it turns out to not be Vertigo at all. It's Simon and his girlfriend. Yeah. We like that a lot because at one point Count Vertigo goes, my love, are you all right? And we both went, what? Red, what? I was like, did this just get hella gay? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then no. no. But Fine. it was still still cute. Yeah. I, I love the two of them. They're gross for each other, and it makes me happy. It's pretty adorable. I Even though they're shitty-ass people. Oh, yeah. I didn't recognize who um, Jaime's girlfriend is. Do you know who that is? Oh, she had powers and everything. She had, like, some kind of blast. I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. I do love a Scarab, though, and its solution for everything. Always blow shit up. Yeah. You know what I like? Jaime's girlfriend is not at all thrown off or disgusted by the fact that her boyfriend talks to himself. Oh, yeah. Where, like, he has a whole conversation with Scarab, and then based on what he says out loud, she goes, is he telling you to blow something up? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they have a cute relationship! Yeah, yeah it's That was nice. great. Yeah, so mean, they, that episode was cute. I it liked was. It. it was nice. And we teamed up and we saved Perdita. Yeah. Who's great. And should be protected at all costs. Yeah, like, weirdly great. I, I don't know. I always Yeah, feel I'm, like, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Well, but, just I think because she's rich and cute and royalty, you yeah. assume she's going to be an asshole. Yeah. But she's very thoughtful. Like, she notices that that, I don't know who that guy is, but the guy who can teleport is having issues with the girl who has wind powers. Mm-hmm. And she can tell he maybe likes her. So she goes out of her way to befriend that girl and try to give that girl another place where she can feel safe and talk about it yeah. and feel welcomed. And, mm-hmm. like, that's just, like... Really thoughtful. Yeah. And that doesn't come easy. And especially as someone who's grown up in wealth, she could be a lot worse. I'm looking at you, Prince Fuckface. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's above and beyond. I feel like just base level human decency is making small talk with your boyfriend's friends and being friendly. Right. But this was like, she was that like, was above I'm going to spend time with this girl I don't know because a friend of my boyfriend is sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love which, that. Which makes you... A button. A button. Pretty as a button. <laughs> and then the third episode was Thanksgiving. And shit got weird. We got oh, romance. Man. We got drama. We got that cranberry we jelly that comes that out in a Straight tube. out of the can. I'm My mom uses that. I love that stuff. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. It's so good. It always tastes vaguely like aluminum. Kenneth likes that. His favorite smell is skunk. That, no. What? Fight me. I will. It Skunk doesn't bother me it's not my favorite you smell. have my said favorite smell literally is gasoline, i oh no you're right yeah. your second favorite smell is skunk that's still wow. not true wow you have told me on multiple occasions you love that smell i don't find it displeasing there's a huge gulf well, between oh, that and gasoline love. shouldn't be your favorite no, gasoline smell smells either. so good i wonder if there's something broken in his nose you're right <laughs> uh no, no i'm genetically dope as fuck you're genetically have you fucked ever, up have you ever driven past a rendering plant i wonder if you would like that smell let's go right now What's a, oh God. a rendering it's plant where they take animals and oh. then they make meat out of them no, no 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 a rendering plant is like you you would bring in like a whole animal carcass and they take out all the meat and the stuff you actually want to eat and then everything left over including the skin and the fat 
and the bones and the, and the, the hair and the muscle and the tail it all just gets ground Not the up muscle that's me or yeah eat no. that. all the, the sinew or all the other shit you don't want Blech. um gets all ground up and then boiled so rendering plant is good business but any city next to a rendering plant smells like melting animal fat at basically all times of the day I assume I would not like that. I assume that you would love that. No, most okay. people do not. But I am fascinated by your your Where liking the of the gasoline smell. Plant? We'll have I to don't that. want to go there. Gasoline smells good. I no, don't know what to tell doesn't. you. No, it doesn't. It does not. It's very accurate. Listeners? Yeah. Add us. Back me up. You know what my favorite smell is? Wet asphalt after rain. Oh, it smells super good. I love fresh cut grass. Also yeah. super good. That's basically grass screaming uh, in terror. It's true. Telling its friends. We're being murdered. It's lovely. It is. I love it so it's much. So it nice. may, every time I smell it, it makes me nostalgic for home. Oh, Grass makes me itchy, so I don't like it. I also like clean laundry. Oh, my God. I love the way my... That's the, probably my second favorite smell is my Nana's laundry room. Mm-hmm. Dude, um, any... Like, you walk into a, a Lowe's or Home Depot and go to the wood the section. The wood section, also oh, good. Man. There's also a certain perfume used between cologne, whatever, between the year, like, 1996 and 2002. That every time I smell it, I literally get a like a lady heart on. Is it Tricard Noir? No, it is not. <laughs> but it's something that like all the dudes who were hot in my high school like smelled like. And every nice. time, like I, I oh, walk down is the it street, Axe body spray. No, it, no, this was before <laughs> Axe body spray. But like I walk down the street, and if someone walks by with me, I literally have like a flashback to like all the hotties in high school and like just dripping. Panties. That's pretty crazy. All right, all right. Anyway, Thanksgiving happening is it just yes. thanksgiving it was like this is where um cyborgs being weird and foragers being the best and the two people are making eyes at each other and mom finds out tigress is tigressing again yeah was there a seapot no though it seems like yes you- the justice league was in space and they got into a fucking space fight oh that's and right. guy gardner's butt oh, oh guy gardner's yeah butt. he's the worst Damn. i hate yes. him he's so terrible guy gardner is garbage guy she, gardner is an asshole she like, oh yeah she scrunches up her whole face like whole can you face. imagine if your face could make a fist and yeah. then she looks at me and goes who's that guy i said oh it. that's guy gardner do He's... we hate him yes yes we do i was like does Ken like him and she was like yes he does <laughs> he's a piece of poop he's a problematic fave he's terrible but also makes He's me happy. Straight garbage. Do you just like him? Be- Is he a redhead? No. No. What's He's, your, why do you like I, him? I don't know. He's just like he's so obnoxious. It wraps it's back like around. Wraps into all making the way back happy. around. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm straight up at the 90 degree of he's the fucking. Yeah. Guy. Probably no. also like Plastic Man. We're Plast- in a fight. Plastic Man sucks. He's a misogynist. You're not wrong. Do you like? He's like the also- poor man's Ralph Dibney. I said it! I said it! Oh my god. He's I... stretchy and he wears these terrible, ugly ass sunglasses and he right is now. shitty to women. Kenneth, you shouldn't like him. Yeah, well, you shouldn't like a lot of stuff, so. <laughs> How dare. Like, so? whatever you were. Ja- oh, all your James Bonds. Okay. Yeah. Problematic. But Super I can shitty to women. He's a problematic He's Plastic babe. Man without the goggles. <gasps> Boom. I don't know. Plastic I said man it. To be <laughs> hey man, anybody, if anybody out there stands for Plastic Man, you can fucking come for me. I'm oh no, fine. I mean he's a douchey guy. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. I think probably just my threshold for enjoyment of douchiness is much lower than yours. Oh yeah. sure, 
I Treads. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I love Guardians. I we don't know. even give a fuck. Okay, so like which episode was it where the ju- was that the first episode? Did we like totally blow past something? Or no, was it the third episode? I'm pretty sure it was this one. I think with, it was this uh, one, yeah. With, yeah, Thanksgiving and, and then Justice League. And, stuff. and Barda. Big Barda was here when she was <gasps> yeah. there. Yeah. She was mean and evil. Yeah, because she's from Apocalypse. Superman saved her, and she's like, why did you, you save me? I know. I saw her face when um, Granny Good like turned the thing on, and she looked betrayed, and then Superman saved her. I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah and that is like turn Big the Barda. first step toward her realizing, hey, if I cruise out of here... I can marry a tiny husband. Yeah, I can get my own Mr. Miracle. Oh, yeah. Who is she married? Scott, Scott Free. Free. He's tiny and cute know. and does magic. He's so great. Aww. And can escape from Who's anything. Who's with... Um... Oh, that's Bombshell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, other giant, huge, yeah. punchy yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she also likes a tiny person. Yeah. It's and amazing. also, like, she and Big Barter are good friends. Yeah, yeah. I remember they, from Suicide. I think enjoy we, punchy We read things. a volume Secret of Six. Suicide. Oh, Secret Six. Yeah. And they were, like, friends for a minute. Anyway, Young Justice. Very oh, good. I missed I it. Yeah. Show. I, it just makes me so happy. Oh, I, I hope it gets another season. The one thing from the last episode is that we seem to have finally got confirmation that the doctor is bad news. And I have been... I've been waiting. Yeah. Because I every time that girl is around, I'm like, she's she makes me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, Violet, yeah. Violet had a memory that the person she was before, when she was Gabrielle, oh, Gabrielle yeah, seems to awkward. have sold out the king and queen to be murdered well gabrielle opened a door for money yes i don't think they told her the plan Mm. oh sure but it is a locked security door to a you shouldn't let people in place like (laughs) there was no way they were gonna take them hostage not murder them in their beds still not okay i don't know no she she bears responsibility i'm not saying she doesn't but i'm just saying like she's she wasn't fully aware of the plan. If she had known they were going to get knifed to death in their bed, maybe she wouldn't have done it, is all I'm saying. I mean, we we don't even know we that. Who know. knows we what kind know of what person d- she was before being what we, what, we, what we do know is that Violet is not Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Monica and I both agreed when she recovered that memory, you take that thing to the grave. To the grave. You tell because, no one yeah. ever. Because it's not going to do the prince any good to know that. It's no. only going to make him feel worse. And, and there ruin are, part of his life that he is really happy about right now. It's only going to fuck him up. And this is a situation where, for the better of your person, you keep that secret. Yeah. You just carry that guilt around with you forever. That's and your you don't let it change now. your relationship. You just bury it down in a tiny little box. And when he goes on vacations without you, you spend three days crying and eating ice cream. Man, well, wait, shoot. What were we just watching with the tiny little box? Oh, it's a shield. shield. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's that works not, out super well every you time. You do a Gemma Simmons <laughs> with it, and you put it in a box, and you bury it six feet under. 99% of the time, I, I, I think that you should be honest with your partner about important things, that honesty and communication is the foundation for all good relationships. But this this knowledge will only bring pain. Wait, when it's your past life, basically getting your uh, smoochy boo's parents killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, well, I mean, sweep that under the rug. Also in like a non-superhero way. I was, cause I was thinking about how, like, if you're with a person and you're committed and something happens and you, without any like premeditation, cheat on them. If you know in your heart that this was a, Huge mis- mistake. a mistake and you regret it immensely and you tell yourself, this will never happen again. And it's not somebody you're ever going to see again. It's not. It's a one-off. Then I think in that particular circumstance, you keep that secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, again, that's something that's only going to bring your partner pain. I oh, have yeah. to tell them it'll be better for us. That's no, only that's about you. you. Yeah. 
you did the bad thing. You want to stay with them. You live with the bad thing. That's mm-hmm. yours now. Maybe you it buy them a chandelier. It poisons your heart and it ruins your soul, but you fucking live with that bad thing. That's none of my business. No, I, okay. I agree. We're going to go back to the buying I really want How do you justify uh, the yeah. purchase of a chandelier? Also, why is that your store, go-to apology no, item? I was reading, I was reading this twitter thread that i'm pretty sure was from nicole cliff probably they were talking about this like old money couple from i think they were in the movies or something i cannot remember who they were but it was this couple who honestly just loved each other to bits but the husband ended up cheating on her and they had been they just moved into a new house and they had been talking about this this how she wanted this chandelier for the living room and he thought it was too expensive but then after he cheated on her he felt so bad that he went out and bought the thing anyway and he told her that like oh i got it at a discount or whatever thinking that this was his apology gift but then many years later he he overhears the wife like taking a friend of theirs on a tour of the house pointing out the chandelier and says yeah if he cheated on me again maybe i could have got a chandelier for the living room too oh my god (laughs) and like she knew the whole time of course. But see there, if you know the whole time, but they make it a point to not ever tell you and not ever ruin your life or change anything about your relationship, mm-hmm. also keep that Obviously, if this is a person who is friends with your significant other, oh, yeah. no. or if this is a continuation entire, thing, there's going to be a problem. Light yes. your entire life on fire and rise from the ashes like a fucking phoenix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But every once in a while, keep that shit to yourself. No one need know. If you kind of accidentally get your uh, boyfriend's parents killed by letting a murder into their house. Yeah, man. It wasn't you. In your past technically. life. Technically. And also, shut the fuck up about it. Well, it's like, we had this argument, like, um, I think it was, it was either after Winter Soldier or after Civil War, where Steve knows that yeah, Bucky that killed Tony's parents. Don't tell but him. But is that knowledge gonna bring anything to Tony but more pain? No. So you keep it to your fucking Keep self. it to your fucking self. Shut the fuck up about it. Because honestly, he could have extrapolated from that stuff that Hydra had killed his parents, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I always, I had sort of thought that maybe it was Obadiah, but I always felt like if Obadiah had done it, he would have bragged about it during the fight at at the end of Iron Man 1. So so when we find out all the Hydra shit, I mean, Tony could go, oh, Hydra killed my family. Technically, that is not incorrect. Mm -hmm. Hydra did kill his family. But knowing that it was Steve's best friend, only makes everything worse. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Steve gets to care should have gotten to carry that to the grave. Right to the grave. And he would have done too. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Young Justice. Talking- yes. yes. Young Justice. Man, this show's so fucking good. I so love fucking it. good. Okay, right, so I let's jump no over to uh Agents of Shield. Whoop, whoop. And just Enoch having feelings. Uh-huh. And I was gonna say all Sarge all the time. Oh man. That guy. Gets shit done. So we've got a uh, we've got two main plots again this this week uh we have fitzsimmons up in space with a uh, best friend enoch mm-hmm. and their continued trials and tribulations and then uh mac and sarge going head to head and uh also that guy might be a dragon and that's weird but okay here mm-hmm. we are. you know honestly that's only like the third weirdest thing this week also deke is apparently like just super competent and i kind of like it i uh, do like that he showed up he got because he got mad that they didn't tell him that Grandpa Fitz had died, or invited him along. And mm-hmm. I thought that Mac made the very good point of you pieced out, you weren't here, so you didn't get to know any of the classified information. Yeah, but he seemed genuinely distressed by that. So I think Mac also recognized that and said, "Look, if we go again, 
you can come this time. Well, yeah, and it's one of those where I feel they both had good points. Like, mm-hmm. Mac is like, hey, man, you left. And Deke's like, I would have fucking come back for this. And they both recognize, I see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. and I'm going to deal with it like an adult. Character and, growth. Yeah, like, yeah. everyone's vaguely adultish, and I'm really here for it. I just, and I love Mac stepping in to for the interrogation, because I think of all the people... He has the least amount of skin in this game in regards to dead Coulson is back. Yeah. Like... Because May is not going to be objective. No. And neither is Daisy. No. The two of them love him too much. Yeah, I'd say Mac or Yo-Yo would be the the go-tos. Yeah. And I don't think... Yo-Yo's not in a good place to interrogate someone like Sarge. No, man, her new boyfriend just got ripped apart because of By a chestbird. Yeah. Yeah. So great for him yeah i really liked him too me too it's a bummer he was fun i mean i thought at, when they first introduced him i was like oh hot generic white guy yeah but he was great yeah he had a lot of character and was very enjoyable and mm-hmm. now he's dead so womp womp D-E-D-D. um yeah so uh i guess let's talk about up in space first they enoch teleports them back to uh kitson yeah kitson uh the the gambling planet where they are quickly picked up by Whoever the fuck that guy's name is, I don't care. Gemma is hella nostalgic for that time when she was baked. Oh, I know. High as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Fitz is like, what? No, this place sucks. (laughs) So they they get picked up. Um, They they get put on guillotines because that's how you gamble here. Yeah. So of the three of them, the two humans get put into a murder game and Enoch gets sent to work in the brothel. I love that moment. Where he was like, I don't know how to feel about this. Because I feel like, on the one hand, he's like, "Mm, capture. But on the other hand, fucking. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, he he knows like 127 different fuckways. It was like 170, Mm -hmm. and this was his idea in the first place. Yeah. So I (laughs) feel like... Oh, shut up. More fucking. Did he have to show up to work for at least one day before they (laughs) left? (laughs) I'm sure the fanfic exists out there somewhere. Oh, yeah. If somebody really wants to read about Enoch getting down. Yeah. Is that someone named me? Oh, <laughs> so uh they're they're in a you know, life and death game of high stakes guillotining. Uh and the, this random lady shows up, threatens the, the planet owner, and then Who is well, played by Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. What you doing here, kid? <laughs> okay. Uh did you ever watch that TV show The Dead Zone? No. Oh my god. Number one, that show was great. Number two, did you ever watch uh, Pretty in Pink? No. Wasn't he in The Breakfast Club, too? He was also in The Breakfast Club. you seen yes. The Breakfast Club. He's the nerd. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. Oh, man. Anthony Michael Hall was in all of those movies. 16 Candles. Yes. As the nerd. So he was just John Hughes' go-to nerd. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I can respect that. And then he, he grew And up. then he filled the fuck out. Yeah. He wow. He got oh, man. Thick. thick. He was great in The Dead Zone. I love that fucking show. What is The Dead Zone? It's based on a Stephen King short story about a psychic touches people and he sees things and he saves them and then he stops the apocalypse. Respectable work. Mm -hmm. I can dig that. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, nerd bro owns a planet and is like, yeah, you know, you, you kind of stiffed me. So now you get to be in my cool game. Here's a very heavy guillotine metal thingy that, uh, the first person to drop it gets her head chopped off. So it's a Fitzsimmons and that, that random weirdo dude who's been in the last couple episodes in the periphery um isn't he the one that skinned their poker game with enoch no no he was the one that was uh at the no hitting... i know but was it what hitting on daisy 
I don't think it was the same guy. All right. It might have been. I, yeah. I don't know. Some rando gets his head chopped off. Yeah. Well, because a uh, lady shows up is like, and she, you know, she gives the proper uh, carrot in the stick and is like, hey, I'm going to stab you or, or you sell these people to me at a, you know, good price for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, he, he cheats the game, has the rando get his head chopped off, Fitzsimmons go free. Lady's like, I need some crewmates. And they're like, man, I don't know. And she's like, because I want to go to Earth. And they're like, you should have led with that. <laughs> We're in. And then Monica looks over at me and goes, oh, fuck. She's the queen of the, sh- the Shrikes, isn't she? <gasps> yeah, bud. Yeah. Oh, Why the- else would some rando be going to Earth oh. looking for stuff that belongs to her? And she's but- a lady. But- yeah, bud. I think she's the destroyer of worlds. And they're bringing her to that. Man, I did not think about that. Wow. Glad to blow your mind. Yeah. Oh, that's not great. She uh-uh. looks so familiar, too. She does look very familiar. I think it might be the hair, though. I, yeah, I think so. She's just got, uh, like... She's got kind of that 90s Sydney Bristow look kind of going for her. Alias. Come on, Monica. You know what I'm, you know I, what I'm I about. I got you. Yeah. All right. Is that who Jennifer Garner played in Alias? Yes. Okay. I, I only saw, like, the first two seasons of that, and it was forever ago. So. I mean, yeah, same. Um, so yeah, they're, they're going back to Earth. Enoch's like, hey, I need to go find a home planet for my people. Has a just should not watch in a Taco Bell touching goodbye with Fitz. Oh, did you Why watch this you in a Taco Bell? Why this in places uh, was, where you can't emote? Where I shouldn't emote, but I still do. Because huh. fuck it. YOLO, bro. YOLO. If I'm going to cry in a Taco Bell, I'm going to do it. Do, do it. it. Living Commit my best-ish fully. life. <laughs> um, We're all living our best-ish life. Yeah. <laughs> No, my, it's the best you can hope we're for. We're doing what we can here, okay? <laughs> Best-ish. <laughs> so uh, Enoch cruises out. They they go and um, once again, like half browbeat, half bribe their uh, old ship back from those two weird dudes, and uh, they're heading off to Earth with you know maybe Queen of Blades, Kerrigan herself. That one, play I did more not Starcraft. Get. Yeah, boom! I've got my references. What now? Man, I can go it. deep on the references. I'm trying to keep it surface level here for you. Mom said. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I went off the podcast. Um, yeah, so A-side, it's mostly just uh, Mac and Sarge, like, kind of verbally sparring with each other. Uh, Deke fixes the, the transponder thingy, so they're able to track anomalies who don't belong here as well. They go pick two of them up, and then the two of them, like, have weird spine the hand chest sex and then just all over the containment pod so gross yeah did you just equate that to like jizz dude that's functionally okay, what that so was did you ever watch true blood yes and you watch justified yes the shrike mom was on both of those shows oh okay it's probably where she was familiar. she in i was she in the first season of true blood because that's the only one i've seen uh second season well then like. who does she play does, she, does it say violet no, not ringing a bell. Oh, good old Violet. She was Mara Paxton on Justified. Doesn't ring a bell for me. No, I don't know. Mara Paxton. No. Anyway. Yeah. Also, man, this show has so much more budget this season, and it's banana pants. We like, went to like places, yeah. multiple times. They had like establishing shots of the planet. They had yeah, it was like very cool. The, they had, the bus and we everything. Had someone's apartment building. Yeah. It was. I remember like that happened, and I went, "Oh, this is nice." I know, and it, it's sad how. <laughs> cheap last season was because anytime i get any sort of vague establishing yeah, shot this like, season, oh. i'm like wow look at this also i know we know this already but i was on, on imdb 
And they are like fully ready for season seven. They already have like episode numbers and shit. Oh, it's damn. Yeah, I no, think just started filming last year. I know, I know. Which we know is this. So it's great. just so funny to me because like almost, I feel like every year we're like on the edge of our seat of whether or not Shield is coming back. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. this time ABC's like, nah, fuck it, do it. Seven, who cares? It makes me very yeah. happy. I think I think Chloe Bennett's hair is back to being the correct colors. Are probably they're yeah, about to start shooting. <laughs> I don't like the blonde. I mean, do what you got to do. Yeah, it's fine. She was blonde for a little while. She's having a good time. Huh. Hiatus hair. Like, dudes grow a beard, ladies color no, their she's hair. blonde on the show. What? No? No. Daisy? Yeah. Oh, she's got the streaks. No. She's a blonde on the show. She is a it's 100% awful. not. Like, okay. right now, this episode we just watched. Yeah. No. Okay. She's got the, like, purple streaks. No, blue. there's blue in her dyed blonde hair. Am I having a stroke? What? No, I think Monica. Uh, I'm are, not. Are you Okay. I'm not having a stroke. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, show we'll we'll look it up watching. after and put in show notes about how right B and I were. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, long story short, they they capture a couple of the uh, Shrike anomalies. <laughs> the uh, the two of them like merge, freak out, crystalis everywhere, are about to blow the bus up. Max like, uh, fuck, Sarge. Okay. Okay. This is her hair now. Correct. Oh shit. This was her hair before. Okay, you're right. This is her hair before. Okay. Okay. Not blonde. This is her hair now. She's fucking blonde this season, and I hate it. I mean, live your best life. She looks great when she's not Daisy, but, like, it's weird, and I don't like it. Also, who has time to keep up a bleach job after a year in space? I assume a lot of space is just kind of putting Where would they get the bleach? They didn't have any money to buy food. Man, she just, just packed like, nine boxes of Clairol before they yeah, left. Yeah, or just like dipped her hair in whatever their fuel cell thing was. That and- I would believe. That would melt your fucking scalp. <laughs> I like how she she and Gemma just got drunk one night. Gemma got bangs and she dipped her hair yeah. in the fuel. Okay, now I will say that I hate Gemma's bangs. Gemma's bangs are garbage. You know whose bangs look pretty cool though? Uh, Melissa No, B's. I hate them too. Really? Bangs are tough. Oh no, I like hers. I think really they look heavy. good. The bangs and the pants for Dude, next the pants season? looks it looks like she is here to fight. I'm here for the pants, but bangs are tough and it weighs down her face and she doesn't look like Melissa Benoist. It's not my business. Live your best life. It's hmm. my opinion. My boss bangs. just got bangs in there. I'm gonna have like, bangs and just big look at you. Like bangs are tough. I can't grow bangs, but it's fine. Well. No, you could have just bangs and nothing else. How? <laughs> you just have to glue I could it have on like your forehead. A back bang. No, I hate it. <laughs> also known as a mullet. Actually, where does your hair? Oh, we don't even. We'll know never anymore. know. No, it's there's a reason I just keep it fully Lost shorn to the sands of time. Yeah, I just rewatched that movie. <laughs> so bad. Anyway, um, shit goes wrong on the bus. Max strikes a deal with Sarge to be like, "Hey, help keep my people alive, please." And uh, oh, you can have your truck. Yes, and your you can people. have your stupid ass truck back. Uh, I still understand why Sarge has seen all that they have. Why wouldn't he like think about working together? Because I, I'm sure he's seen. But cool obviously, stuff this before. group of people want to help, and this group of people is willing to suspend disbelief long enough to trust and be- not trust, but like believe him and the, the striker real. Why wouldn't he like? Lean into that. I think he is so confident in his own ability to get the job done that he views everyone else as extra baggage that he doesn't. All right, actually, also if he's been alive and doing this for a hundred years, you know, even if you're only doing this, you're hopping once every six months. Say that's two hundred times of people letting you down. So I I bet he's just hella jaded. Also, like, who wants to take the time to explain to these noobs about the ins and outs of all this shit when I can just do it myself? I mean, I get that. 
right? Like sometimes yeah, no, that, trying, that is my idea trying to train life. people Just is so fucking exhausting. Chair, it's like I could spend 45 minutes training you on how to do this and then we could do it together one time and I'll lose an hour or I could just do it myself in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is not a good way to do it. You should probably train that no, person. No, you need to train you them. train the person because then you train them the one time and then they just take it over for you and you don't have to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's like the old saying, build a man a fire. Keep him warm for a night. Set a man on fire. He's warm for the rest of his life. The next 10 minutes. I feel like that's not the same. <laughs> I feel like no one's ever said that ever. No, it's about fish, you dumb dumb. I also yeah. feel like we need to go get you checked out. <laughs> uh, so we learned these things are susceptible to cold. Um, they're able to save the bus and everyone on it by popping the cargo hatch. Except I'm a little stressed out that it seemed to like turn into dust and escape. Oh, no. I, I think reform? it just like, nah, I, okay. I think it was crystallized and poofed. All right, I'm just wondering, but, like, if that goes into the atmosphere and it's rained down on a person and they take it into their body, do they grow a strike? Nah. Okay. I think just not. Asking, I think not. I'm just asking science questions. Hopefully not. Otherwise, we've got big problems, but it's fine. Oh, man. Like that time that the fish oil was full of pterogen mist? Ooh. Good times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that was a show. Uh, that was it. It's good. It was a good episode. It was a great episode. I um, am very angry at Clark Gregg's entire face. Because it's beautiful, and I want to punch because it. Because it's beautiful, I, and I want to punch it. I don't, I like, I am here for it, dude. Like, he's such a smug butthole. Right? It. And, because he still has the, like, confident, competent Coulson inside yeah, no. of him. But now, but now he's a smug a-hole, and yeah. I hate now, I want my button face back. Mm, right? I, I love it. Holding his hands up, still wearing the handcuffs, going, told ya. Ugh! I hate it! So great. He's like, I'm running this show now. Well, bam. Yeah. Dislike. Okay. Favorite show of the week. Around the table. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yeah, you're both garbage. It's Shield. It's always Shield for you. It is not always Shield for me. Anytime Fitz and Enoch have feelings together, it's Shield. Legitimately, though, if we were only talking about the Lobo part of Krypton, it may have speech. Over Swamp also, Thing. Also, there was so much good in Young Justice these this week, too. Yeah, it was just a solid week. It was a good week of TV. Yeah. The only thing that dragged was the non-Lobo parts of Krypton. of Krypton. That's it. And the weird Avery stuff on Swamp Thing. I, yeah, don't, I don't care, care about that guy. He's like a money guy villain. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I just want all Alec and Abby all the time. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, like, supernatural stuff. Fuck Avery. Like, let's get rid of him and let's just do the Swamp is Evil stuff. Yeah. I did, like, a. Uh... Her friend, though, also, how few fucks she had. Yeah. Like, people stab her tires and try to threaten her, and that she's like, well, it's ass kicking time. Ass. I love, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, and then Blue Devil shows up, is like, what's up? I'm here to help, and they get clubbed. And he gets clubbed. <laughs> oh, you dumb dumb. I love that. Because I was a little worried. I was like, oh, man, is she going to get the shit beat out of her? Nope. No, she, she don't have time for that. those dudes' asses. That was great. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, so. I also appreciated she, her standing out to Avery. Like, her dad was about to eat that fucking soup. And she was like, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. They didn't yeah. even skin the turtle. Get out of my get out of my shop, colonizer. Colonizer! <laughs> so yeah, uh, let us know your favorite show this week. Even if it's something stupid like Swamp Thing or whatever. Swamp Thing! Um, and hit us up on all the Bampow stuff. Uh, let us know if you have any Comic-Con questions or things you want us to check out. And we will be back next week. Same Bam time, same pow channel. Bam pow!